Okay, so good morning, everybody. So, quick halacha. So, uh, interesting question came up, and we saw an interview, and I, and I thought it related so nicely. Rav Yosef Karo, who writes in the Shulchan Aruch, a person on Friday night, on Shabbat, when he's giving out the bread, he's supposed to place a piece of bread in front of everybody. And he tells him he's not allowed to throw the bread. However, he says he shouldn't place it directly into another's hands. Why? He says he doesn't place it in, in the person's hand. He says only if a person is an Avel. He says, and he brings the, the proof that when a person is an Avel, that when your person, you're giving him the first meal for, the, for Avelut, you're putting the, the, the bread in the person's hands. The Kafah Chaim, he writes, he says you place in his hands. He says, you, but we don't, we, don't we, we place only in front on Friday night in Shabbat because we don't want to do it like Avelut. There's another opinion that says, why do we toss the bread or place the bread not handing it? He says, because the bread shouldn't be from one person to another because it's symbolic of the man that came from heaven and the man came directly from Hashem. So it's not a person should put it into another person. So I was thinking about these, these Pesukim. We see in this week's Perasha that it says that, that Yaakov, he stayed, he went to the other side, went back after the whole family. They said he went to get some small jars that he left behind. And the question is, what does he mean he went to get some small jars? So Rashi says he brought over everything else. He wanted to make sure nothing was still there. We see that the Dad Zekanim says that Yaakov remained behind to check also if he, overlo- if he overlooked any things that, he, that, he, that, that was there. And we see, but more interesting, Rabbeinu Bachya says, says what happened was Yaakov went back across the river to go get small vessels which had been overlooked. This teaches that the Sadiqim are very meticulous, even with relatively low-cost items, seeing that when you acquire things by making certain none of them has been tainted by being stolen or otherwise illegally acquired, one treasures what one has more than most people who do not acquire things completely honestly. So he says, he, he brings this and he bases this on Rashi also, that a person has to value everything that they earn in this world. We see that when Adam Arishon sinned, the Torah says, Beze'ata pecha tochal lechem. You're gonna have to work for your food. By the sweat of your brow, you're gonna eat your bread. We see Yaakov Avinu last week in the Perashah, in the beginning, he swear, he promises to Hashem a vow if Hashem's going to give him bread to eat. So your question is, are you saying that, uh, that Yaakov is saying, no, Hashem, I don't want to work for my bread? But you see, it's not true. Yaakov, even when he goes to his father-in-law, he tells him how much he worked for him and how he worked all these days, 20 years, he worked day and night in the cold, in the heat, didn't sleep, etc., etc. So we see Yaakov... He knows his bread, in, in essence, is coming from Hashem, but he's not, willing, he's, or he's not willing to say that I'm not willing to work for it. He's going to work for it, even though he recognizes it comes from Hashem. So I, we were talking about this whole idea of tossing bread, and we saw a beautiful Devar Torah come out from, from none other than a guy named Javier Millet. Who's this guy, Javier Millet? He's the president-elect of Argentina. So all we saw in the news, him waving an Israeli flag, and saying that I'm going to move the Israeli embassy to, uh, to Jerusalem. So I saw something very interesting. It came from Rabbi Yosef Biton. He used to be the chief rabbi of Uruguay. He was the rabbi also in, uh, 
with the Persians in uh, in Great Neck, and also in Manhattan Beach for a while. So, so he said something. He says that that a friend of his who he learns with was close, was following this guy Malay, and he wanted to know who he is. So it turns out he's an economics professor. He says he's very brilliant from what he knows. But he says this Malay started talk about, not about Jews, not about Israel, not about Judaism, but he talked about Torah. He said that Malay says that he has a rabbi and a teacher, and the rabbi and teacher is Axel Wanish. Axel Wanish is a rabbi in Argentina from Moroccan descent. And he says he's he says he's from the Moroccan community, and the same as Rabbi Biton's father, and also Rabbi Saadia ben Zaken, his teacher, were both students. So he says this rabbi is from their community. So this guy Malay says this is my rabbi, and he refers to him as my rabbi. He he cons- he's, he's Catholic, but he but he he said publicly, I never turn to a priest for advice. I always turn to a rabbi for advice. He came a few months ago. He came to 770. He also went to the Rebbe's Kever in, uh, in Queens. Whatever. So he gives a beautiful Devar Torah on why we throw the bread. And Malay. Okay? So he said, even from the Goyim. He says, and, and it comes really from, from, from good sources. He says to his people in a speech, the Jews do not give bread in the hands on Friday night. It's a small gesture that contains a huge lesson. It reminds us of the Jewish determination that no one should serve us bread in our hands anymore. He says there's no one who would feed us as masters feed slaves. And what does he say? He compares it. He says, once we free ourselves, the Jews decide to seek bread by their own hands and not that another person should put bread in their hands. He goes further and he says, when the Jews give out the bread on Friday night, what do they say right before they give out the bread? Zecher lesiat mitzrayim. So he's saying, giving out the bread is to remember, we used to be slaves, we're not slaves anymore, I'm not taking bread from one person to another. So he says, the, Rabbi Biton says, the relationship Malay established between the way we deliver the bread and freedom was not only fascinating, it's based on sources. It was an angle of the biblical narrative that we generally don't explore. He said, but we see that, that he says, when we left slavery, we refused to play the role of dependent victims who cannot or do not want to fend for themselves to obtain their bread. Malay continues in his interpretation to the people. And he says, and that is why on Shabbat, the bread is tossed to the diners, also to remind us that the man came from heaven and not from a person. He expressed that Jews attribute our bread to two things. Hashem is giving our bread, but we have to work for it. And if you ever give someone bread in their hands without working for it, it's bread of shame. His explanation surprised and moved me. He says, here was a guy saying that a person has to go work, even though he recognizes the help of Hashem. Now, obviously, why is he saying this? Because he's saying in a socialistic society where everyone's giving you everything, you're never going to succeed because your hand is always out. You're never willing to work on your own. But it's beautiful because he's giving this nice explanation. This is a goy giving this explanation. So Rabbi Biton says, he says when he he read this, he thought of the words of Moshe Rabbeinu. It says, Ushmartem va'asitem. You should observe and you should do this mitzvot. Ki hi chokmatam ubinatchem ve'enei ha'amim. 
This is your wisdom and intelligence in the eyes of the Goyim. Asher yishme'un et kol ha'chukim ha'ele. They're going to hear all of these laws. Amru, and what are they going to say? Rak'am chacham v'navon ha'goy ha'gadol ha'zeh. This is what it means that we have to be the light onto the nations. If we take the Torah and do the Torah, you're going to see now, we say we're in the time of the Mashiach, you see a guy who there, anything I read about him in the paper is all negative, 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 because he's a libertarian. I, I don't know, I don't know if he's going to be successful. His economic theories are a little uh, interesting, but Bezrat Hashem, he's saying that I look towards the Jewish people as the image of someone we should learn from. When it says we're going to be the light onto the nations, this is our job. If we do the right thing, don't worry about the kooks. Let's worry about the rest of the world. They'll see us. We'll be the light onto the nation. That's what we have to do to bring Mashiach. Rabbi Hananya. Please.